Have you ever had a near-death experience? Or perhaps someone you know may have had a near-death experience. Well, if so, we would love to hear your story and have you as a guest on our podcast. For more information, visit nde.world. Again, that's nde.world. We would love to hear your story. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the NDE World Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the NDE World Podcast. I'm your host, Ashton Lewis, and my lovely hostess, Daphne Lynn. How are you doing, Miss Daphne? I'm doing absolutely well. Wonderful. How are you? I'm well. Well, I, I appreciate you coming into the studio at four o'clock this morning. Uh, uh, and it's kind of early for a lot of people, but you know we got coffee, so we we figured we would call this the morning coffee morning coffee segment. segment. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. Up, sitting here with one eye open. Yeah, yeah we'll come <laughs> up with some kind of uh, some kind of little something we can add to you know a little a little morning morning talk or whatever. So a this is tidbits. Yeah, this is just gonna just a little bonus that we're kind of throwing in there. Just kind of conversation pieces you know uh coffee What's conversation say next <laughs> yeah coffee conversation yeah there i like go. that nde oh. coffee conversation okay so we may incorporate that like at the first part of the podcast and then we'll go into the part like we've been doing as far as ex- you know covering things explaining things talking to people reading stories interviewing all that good stuff as well so sounds how's that sound yeah sounds good cool yeah, um so just for conversation purposes, um, what are some of the um, things that draw you personally to these NDEs? Okay, so so at first, I mean, it was just, I thought, eh, I think that's just all made up stuff. But as I started watching and, and listening, I saw a common thread throughout all of it. And it made me want to dig deeper in it. So I continued to listen, and it changed my whole outlook on what we call, on this realm, the afterlife. But the afterlife is the real life. We're in the simulation, the matrix here. So it's just really grabbed my attention as to what happens next. Um, Some of the points throughout or the commonalities in the NDE stories is for me I love the soul contracts learning about soul contracts because there's we don't remember those soul contracts a lot of times but we apparently sign up for a tour of duty down here on earth so uh Learning about soul contracts and, and the things that we go through in our life um, has to do with those soul contracts. And and from what I'm understanding, when you get out of flow, as they call it, out, out of sync with your soul contract, that's when you go to having issues and troubles in your life. So, But when you're following your contract, you're on target with it, then your life seems to flow more easily. So 
that's I, I'm looking to figure out more about these soul contracts. Yeah, I do um, hear that a lot about the actual soul contracts, and uh, I don't really know or understand a lot about it, you know. But from what I do understand, that you know, before we come here um, on this realm, you know, that we we do some kind of agreement, or you yeah. have to go in, but it, and it happens like. The sessions in between lives, from what I understand. Yes. And then you, you, you know, go in there, okay, this is what I'm going to do, because we come here to learn life lessons. Um, Either. Uh, is it something on that line? Yeah, I mean, lessons or opportunities on yeah. this side. Okay. Yeah. Okay, perfect, perfect. Let's back up just a little bit. Um, you were mentioning about, you know, life and the afterlife and things like that. But what if, if we were just to look at um, just one life there's no such thing as death okay right. there's no such thing as uh the a past life or a future life or an afterlife or what if this if we can just look at it this is just one life that we all live okay and then we are all living that life you know and that you know death as we know is a human construct you know exactly. at, at the same time it is something that happens that's reality mm -hmm. it does happen but I think a lot of people have concocted or construed because we don't understand a lot of things, but in their minds that death is the end, you know, and when the truth is, you it's know, the and, beginning. Then, and then <laughs> absolutely, um, but it's not really a beginning or an end. It's just, right. a, it's a transition. It's part of life. It's part of where we're at here and then where we're going and you'll go through your changes there and you'll just keep on going and keep on. I mean, it's life is eternal, I believe. Now these bodies right. are made of matter, and therefore they f fall apart. <laughs> absolutely, um, yeah. The these bodies that that are you know composed of elements of nature or, or what we call nature here on Earth, Earth. You know, the physical realm. Uh, these bodies are vessels, uh, like you and I. We, we were actually talking about that uh, earlier, and uh, you know you are a spirit being. Okay, we have to understand that you are a spirit inside of this vessel that is designed you know it's your little automobile here on earth okay it's how you travel you travel avatar. in your body it's your avatar it's your vehicle uh it's it's really our responsibility to maintain this automobile okay this vessel because i mean if you don't take care of your regular vehicle that you drive back and forth say to work or back and forth to town or to take your children to school or whatever you do with your car or truck maintenance know, it, is required for this it's, as well it's required eventually it'll break down you know well your body is the same thing it's an automobile okay um it's a flesh flesh mobile there we go it's a flesh mobile <laughs> you know but it is, it is a vessel um for you okay and um and we have to understand it is you, but at the same time, it's not you. You're actually more, you're actually dwelling in the vessel, okay? That That's one thing that most of us get in the illusion or delusion or misconception that we are this physical body. Right. But we're not. We are more than this physical body because we... I love the story of Nancy uh, Rhines. She was saying, you know, she was an atheist. And she literally, when she 
realized that she had passed in her NDE, she's like, well, wait a minute. If I'm here, what's this down here? So she had to connect the two. And, and it's very interesting that she realized that and could it, it share her story about that. And that's what we have to realize is we are more than just this body. Yes. And you have to lay this you're going to have to retire this vessel sooner or later. Okay, now, from my understanding, this is something that, um, you know, I just want to kind of throw out there. And, and then we'll get back to uh, the question at hand as far as, like, what's kind of some of the indies, you know, kind of sticks out some of the stories to us. Well, I'd like to share one, and this is a personal experience. A really good friend of ours, um, really, really, really fine, fine man. Uh, he and his family were over a little while back and we were just out there talking and he told me this story about when he was a, a kid um a young child and i want to say it seemed like he's like the fourth or fifth grade mm-hmm. yeah and um you know and this is a really cool little story but uh, and it, it really ties in with what what i feel is, is is a good experience that really that really touched me and uh so anyway uh he was at school with his little friend and they were out in the um in a schoolyard or whatever and playground and um they got on you know here, here's kids you know fourth fifth graders i, I want to say fifth grader I, I, let's let's go yeah. with that it seemed like he's a fifth grader yeah and um so he said they got on the subject about life and death and the afterlife and they ask each other say well do, do you think there's life after death you know what happens when we die, you know, which is a question that we as humans all ask, you know, sometime in our life or another, you know. So uh, long story short, uh, the the wildest thing happened. Two days later, his little friend had gotten killed um, in an accident. A few days later, yeah. It was just a few days later. And um, so, um, and then after after they've had the, 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 the child's services, and um, done had you know had buried the body and all, and he didn't transition and went on. Um, this man that we're talking about, he that he, he and you can tell he's very congruent, you know, and and he was almost uh, he was almost actually in tears. So he said he was at home one night. Um, this was within I guess a, within a week or so after all this took place, um, from from what I understand. But I don't I don't know exactly what, but it's kind of irrelevant. But the point is, he was at home sitting in the living room watching tv and then he said all of a sudden out of the bedroom and the, down the hall the, his little buddy stepped out of the bedroom and he was standing in the hall waving at him he was smiling so big and so the the the, the guy said he was freaking out and um he knew it was him and then he asked his mother, and his mother couldn't even figure out what's going on. She saw it, but she didn't understand what was going She's on. She's like, what was that? Yes. And he said, well, that's my friend. That's what such and such. And I, that's him. He so, And then he just kind of went back into the room and just vanished. You know, and that was the last time he's he seen or heard that. I know it's kind of, you know, very, it's a spiritual, um, you know, uh, experience. So I, I don't know. I really don't know. But that that story to me, um, I've always, I thought that was just a sweet story, you know, and it especially is. coming from a youngster like that when, right. when they were young children. 
Um, you know, and it, and it in a sense really ties in, you know, what this podcast is about. Right, so what do you yeah. think about that? I, I think that's very interesting because, I mean, l- literally the one thing that caught my attention in him telling the story was, you know, just days before his friend's passing from this realm, they were talking about this. So he got his confirmation that life continues on. Yeah. And that's what I was saying earlier. Life simply is. You know, you keep on, it is. You keep on going. You keep on going because what you are is not this body. You are life. Right. You are something bigger than that, that you don't even know, but you should know. But we, we are brought up in a world where we're all just pretty much just beaten down and uh, held, you know, um, heavy laden by the throat, heavy laden. Yeah. From, from early, you know, early in our lives and then, you know, throw in the actual education system and the religious system and, yes, the, indoctrination. and, and the power and the political and all of this and that, you know, it's, uh, people don't really get to live, you know, not, not really in the truest sense, you know? So, right. um, that's why when people have these NDEs, and and on the other side, they said the way they feel, they feel that true love, that true peace, that true being of who you really are, that like, you really can't feel here because we're all suffocated under this pressure of, you know, right. what's going on in the world. Immense you know? love. And I've heard it in so many of the stories because I listen to a lot of them. Uh, when I'm at work, I, I'm driving, I'm listening to these stories driving and listening to these NDEs, uh, the commonality in a lot of them is it feels like going home. 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 It feels like home, and they don't want to come back to this realm. Uh, Some of them, the NDEers, are given option to come back. Some of them are not given that option, and they just come back automatically. But just that, that choice is amazing as well, you know, that you can stay or you can go. Right. So that's pretty cool. But I love that, that, that feeling of being home and not remembering this life here is not the real home, but there is the real home. And it reminds me of the book, remember, and it's, it's, it's resonating with me, all of these stories about home that we, we don't remember it until we get there and that's why we have the download hey this is home real home real home yes well let me ask you miss daphne um any other experiences i know you and i were talking earlier jose hernandez yeah i grew up in the bronx and uh had a really hard life um very masculine life from his father you know his father didn't show him attention uh he he didn't he never told him on this side of the realm that he was loved never hugged him or anything so uh but that was his dad's masculinity coming through that's that's what a man was supposed to be and that's the way he was raised so in his nde he literally uh got to meet his father on the other side of the realm, on the other side of the veil, and literally embraced in a hug for the first time. 
Um, he heard his, his dad tell him for the first time, I love you. So that is a beautiful experience. Yes, it is. You know, and he understood in all of that instantly, that telepathy that comes through, that all-knowing, that what his dad went through in his life, why he was the way he was, and it was understood, but there was no judgment in all of it. Absolutely, and that's what I love about the, um, and it's still part of the actual out-of-body experience in the NDE. Um, another uh, one that comes to my mind, um, I thought was pretty it's just really interesting, and and I remember this was actually one of uh, I heard this actually out of the mouth of Doctor Jeffrey Long. It was on the lines of, um, and I'm gonna kind of paraphrase it here. There was this lady that was born blind, and she was mm, blind yeah. all of her life, and um, somehow something happened where she had an NDE, and on the other side she could see, but she could see in 360. And, you know, I've right. actually heard uh, of other people in NDEs, you know, have not all, but a lot of them view and have 360 perspective or 360 vision, you know. Or knowing. Of, yeah, or knowing or that sense. Right. And it's, it's, a, it's an all-around awareness kind of yes. thing, you know. So, um, so she, for the first time, experienced what it was to be able to see. So she can see everything in 360, okay? Yeah, So cool. when she came back out of that experience... And, you know, the doctor was interviewing her, Dr. Jeffrey. He said, uh, you know, asked her about the experience. And, and she says, yes, you know, it's for the first time in my life I was able to see. I didn't know that this is what seeing was like, you know. And what she was, told yeah. him that, you know, she could see it 360 all around. And he, and he says, well, wait a minute. He says, we don't see like that. He said, humans, you know, we can only see so much ahead of us, you know, because we have a certain peripheral view. You can only see, mm -hmm. you know, you can turn your head, you know, and look you Direction. know, different directions and all. But if you're looking ahead, your eyes are only going to pick up as far as they're going to go as far left and as far right. You, you have right. a certain peripheral view. So she, and she says, no, no way. That's, that's That can't be true, you know, because I actually witnessed what it was like to see. You see 360, you know. And he says, right. no, we don't. We only see. So that's pretty amazing that you hear stories of the spirit realm or the other side where you have a 360 vision, you know, where in yes. this world you can only see so much in front of you. That's it was an experience yeah. that I thought was pretty cool. Too. Yeah, and, you know, you saying that with the 360 is, you know, I've heard several of the stories that they saw behind them. They felt behind them. It's literal 360 all around them, knowing who's behind them, what they're saying is like unity of everything, everyone connected, inputted at the same time. But you can differentiate this one from that one and understand at different points who it is talking or, or looking at you or whatever. I mean, it's just a 360 experience, yeah. not like here on the, on the earth. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Do you have any more uh Maybe another. Oh, see, look yeah. at the time. We we probably we got yeah we got enough time. So maybe maybe if you want to throw another experience, and I'll throw maybe another one in, and we'll maybe sure. wrap it up. I mean the uh, and I hear this in so many of the stories that I have heard about religion, the dogma of religion. Yes, there is no religion on the other side. 
Right. There is no dogma. It is only love. And you hear so many stories about the love that they felt, the non-judgmental, the the no torture of the soul on that side. There is distressing NDEs, but on the flip side of the distressing, there is the positive as well. Absolutely. And think about this, that the love that you have within you that you see on the other side, the source is going to manifest itself to you. It'll, it, it will manifest itself as Jesus. If Jesus is the epitome of love in your life, if, that, if, that's, the, if that's what is personified as love, then that's, that's how God will appear to you, or that's how that source will appear to you. Cultural and religious, religious you know? beliefs. Well, that's an influence, kind of yeah. Sort of, but yeah. no, you got family, you know, and, and things like that. So, exactly, something yeah. to think about. Anyway, go ahead and finish your story. But no, that was it. Just the love that's felt. That, that there's no judgment on that side. There's right. no negativity. It is all love. And and from a biblical perspective, we know from Scripture that God is love. You right. know. And we are to experience that love. And that is what is on the other side, is love. Unconditional, pure love. A lot of the NDEers have have a time expressing that love, that's putting it into human terms that we can understand here. To go with that thought, God is a word. A made-up word, yeah. Love is a word. However, both of these words are used to describe something in the spiritual. Because you cannot see in the spiritual. You cannot hear. You cannot taste and touch and smell. I mean, you can if you're tuned into it. And some people are tuned into it more than others. But most of us have gotten away from that tuning. Okay, Most of our antennas are not transmitting the way they're supposed to be because of lifestyles you know it could be diet it could be what we feed our minds it could be what we feed our bodies it can be you know how we live you know everything is all interacted with everything else okay Mm -hmm. so god what we call god is a source it's a spirit even Mm -hmm. you know the bible even says that you know god is spirit okay love love is a spirit okay because it's something that you feel you can see the results of it okay but love is a word that we use to describe that feeling you know just like what we describe god is that feeling these are spiritual aspects okay so we as humans we use terms to describe the spiritual because we don't really understand a lot of the spiritual you see so the beauty of the ndes you know is we you're you're going back to the source Okay, whatever that source is, okay, whatever you want to call it. If you want to call that source Jesus, then that's what you're calling. That's that's how it appears to you. If you want to call it Buddha, that's how it appears to you. If you want to call it God, that's how it appears to you. If you want to call it love, that's how it appears to you. If you want to call it the light, the all, the bright, I mean, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter what we call it. The, the truth is there is a source of life. Okay, and there's a source to life. It's all the same. Life is the source. Mm-hmm. The, and 
a lot of India's state, not only spirit, but energy, the energy that is another good way to look at it. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if, the if, light. If you have a, if you have a challenge, like in a lot of more of the scientific minded people do, I mean, I don't understand why, but it's just words. God is a word. Love is a word. Energy is a word. To what? To describe that describe source. Things, yeah. To describe something. To describe. Okay, and that's 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 where we get hung up as a, a human species. Okay, is the words is what gets all of us in trouble. Okay, the words is what people put in books that are used to divide and conquer. Okay, the words are what used to put in books to mislead you and to take you somewhere you don't really need to go. So the truth is you don't need books. You don't need words. We're born with everything we need. You come into the world with all that you need. Exactly. You know, it's already there. But by the time a child is, you know, a year old. and They're being programmed by their parents. They're already being and... programmed and tainted by the world, by their parents. By the time you're two years old and, you know, by the time you're four or five years old, you're nothing near pure. Right. You're so indoctrinated with your your family's thoughts, your mom's thoughts, your dad's thoughts, cousins' thoughts, aunts and uncles and grandparents and school thoughts and teachers' yeah. thoughts and TV's thoughts and news thoughts. And you're, you're, you're not pure. You're not that pure little creature that came into the world. Now you're something totally different, you see. Right. And, and reflecting on the life of children, I mean, I have heard so many times... And even my own brother had friends that he talked to when he was a young child. Children are closer to source in that spirit realm because they're not long here on this side of the veil and can see those things. Mm -hmm. And we think, oh, they have an imaginary friend when in all actuality may be the true other side revealing themselves to these children right so they have a better sense of spiritual things as a child than as an adult well let's for go, some people no good thought good thought and to go with that thought what you know what about this thing we call imagination remember imagination is a word okay however what does it describe it describes taking your human potential and tapping into that source with Being using the source up creativity it's the mind it's imagination so yeah. children use their imagination and, and a lot of artists do um you know and other people you know but in, everybody in one way or another you know fantasizes or imagines things throughout the day and all but you had a good point when you said like the the children you know we're just we come into this world with full beautiful big old imaginations you know, so they're they're closer to that spirit. They're closer to that energy, that source, right. that spirit world, that imagination that we, as us old folks, don't really get to use a lot. Like I said, unless you're into in, you're into, into, the, into yeah. the imaginative kind of stuff, you know. Okay. Well, very good, very good. Well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up because it looks like our time's about about to close in on us over there. So, uh, any final thoughts that you'd like to uh, to like close out with? You know, and if not, we're gonna Just go ahead and. Uh, let go of the indoctrination that you may hold in your life, in your world. Let go and be open. Open up to there may be more out there than what you realize there is. Don't be afraid to reach out and do the research. No matter what anybody says, do your own research to gain the knowledge that we all need as humans. Very good. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll even I'll even add something to that. You know, 
it's not even about the research. Ultimately, in the end, it's about how you love, yeah, how you live, how you treat your fellow man, how you treat your husband, your wife, how you treat your children, how you treat your parents, how you treat your pets, how you treat strangers. Yeah. Okay, that's what it's about. And you don't have to have a book to do that. You don't have to read any kind of book to do that. You don't have to do any kind of research to do that, okay? That, to me, my beloved friends, is is what life is about. We need yes. to learn how to love, okay? If your religion brings you closer to love, then it, then, then it's, it, it's, a, it's a tool to be used for the power, power of good. However, if your religion is causing you to look at yourself as something separate from the rest, and it's us against them, the cops and robbers, then... You know, you may want to question whether or not you're on the right path because religion does have a dark side and, and it is known to, 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 to divide people. So be careful with what you read. Be careful with what you put into your head, you know, and, and especially in today's world with the Internet age. OK, there is so much garbage out there. You don't know what to believe. So just be very, very careful if you want to take the research approach. You know, and I've been doing research and, and, and writing and all this kind of stuff for 40 plus years. So I'm, I'm talking from experience, you know, so uh, that's my thing. And that's why I can say with an open heart and conscience that it, it, you don't have to read anything. You just need to learn how to live and find it within yourself. Yeah, find the God exactly. within you. Find that love within you and let your light shine because you have dark in you. Don't forget. And you've got the light. My question is, what are you going to do about it? So we thank you guys. Uh, that's going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. So uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here. And peace be with you all. Until next time. Let your light shine. And love. <laughs> <laughs>